everybody. It's Sunday. And what a not nice day it is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll take it. I, I was not doing that heat. Well, me neither. Got a lot done, though. Yeah. I was really impressed. You know, my husband, you know, they'd say don't touch the lawns. You know, there's a lot of critters still living in there, you know, type thing. And, you know, because we had so much snow and we plow that a lot of the a lot of the driveway got plowed into the yard yeah. and farther back than normal. Well, he decided that it all had to be put back into the driveway. <laughs> and so he uses a heavy duty leaf blower to blow it all. Yeah. But then the thing is, is that then he we have a lot of pine trees, but they're 40 years old. So they're kind of, we had a blight come through and we lost some. And so he trimmed them up. So now you can see underneath the trees, like down to the barn and down to the playhouse. And it's just, oh, I got some pictures, but you, until you see the whole thing. I'd love we, to see them. Because we got 20 acres, you know, so this is just a snippet of what we have. But anyway, uh, so, I mean, my husband has been just busting his behind and it just looks gorgeous. I love not having to go around the pine trees yeah. i could stand and look through the pine trees it just when you stand underneath them i'm gonna have to get a couple benches uh and to put there where you could just sit underneath the pine trees because it just it feels like you're being hugged by the trees and it's like mm-hmm. almost a deafening quiet it's just it was quiet anyway but it's just it's really cool so so that's what we did this week i, it, I was not prepared for for that warmth but we got no. through it i got the winter dust out of my trucks so he cleaned them all on the inside, and they were really filthy on the outside. I said, I'm not washing you. It's supposed to rain. I did not know we're supposed to get snow. But I, I thought they said flurries, not actual snow landing. But anyway, the trucks are nice and clean I got my car washed like two days ago. <laughs> yeah, I was going to, but I just, I'm like, no, I don't want to do it. Because like I said, I know it's just going to be all, you know, it's going to be taken care of yeah. on, on Friday. So I didn't. But yeah, so it was uh, uh, just, it was beautiful. It really was. The flies are out. Um, and then uh, the flies and those stupid box elder books. Oh, yeah. So it's like they're all rising. We're getting to the like occasion. the silverfish in our house. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. No, I haven't those, had to deal with Yeah, I haven't dealt with those. They come in through like the bathroom. They're like linoleum and piping and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Well, that's so much fun. They're creepy. Ah, oh, well. So hopefully you guys got some good, uh, good uh, questions for me this week. I said on my website, uh, the KDK9, KD, K, the letter K, the letter T, the letter K, and the number 9.com. I, I just saw it felt really weird, but I set my classes all the way through August. And it just, when you do that, it feels like all of a sudden I'm going to blink and I'm, we're going to be in September. <laughs> I know. Like, oh, Scheduling your summer is like almost. You you almost start to feel disappointed about the end of the summer yes. while you're scheduling your entire summer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I'm trying to make it up to. My girlfriend lives up in Bacchus, and so I'm trying to gonna make a you know be able to make a route uh, mm-hmm. run up there, and then um, I got a girlfriend that's got a, a couple cabin, you know, to a couple girlfriends. And so my goal this summer is to get to them for the I haven't gotten to them for about two three years, so that's my goal is to get that. And then you know my daughter with the whole crew is coming to, at the end of July. They're only going to come for like four or five days, and they decide why fly, spend all that money for four or five days. So now they're spending almost two weeks. I haven't got the final date. It was all I know is it's at the end of July. So you're gonna have a full house. <clears throat> oh yeah, I don't know. We're gonna have to put them in the cupboards or something. <laughs> I don't know. But, just just get them camping mats and tell them they're having a sleepover. There you go. Well, I got those tents that you because you got. I've got a big, big, huge living room, and so um, I got two tents. 
those pop-up things. Yeah. Because I figured, okay, two kids in each tent, you know. But see, they were brought up, they all sleep together. The yeah. older boys now, the two older ones now are staying in their rooms, in the bunk beds and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But they still, when they get to our house, they're kind of, yeah. Uh, Hollis will stay in the couch usually through the whole night. Uh, uh, will will start out on the couch. <laughs> and then about one, two in the morning, he's in the bedroom and in the pile. <laughs> I don't know how they do. I don't know how anybody gets any sleep. I just, oh, oh well. It's it's everyone everyone to their own, and it's yeah. how you you grow up sleeping. I spend a lot of time camping, uh-huh. and I've actually never slept more peacefully than like in a tent, like squished up against three other people who reek and <laughs> <laughs> the beauty of nature. <laughs> That's funny. That is so funny. I, I can't it. camp anymore. I can't get off the ground. <laughs> It takes a while to really rethink. Okay, I'm down here now. How do I get back up? That's that's but, that's when you got to get an RV. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. And then you know, and, and the older you get, the more freaked out where you think about the things that could happen. There could be a bear that decides to come in, and so oh, nature scares me a lot less than people. People yeah. always ask me like about the scariest things that have happened to me because I've gone on some like pretty serious camping trips. Uh-huh. And what's funny enough, like my stories all have more to do about the nights we camped near people, the nights we camped in like parking grounds near cities or like after coming out of a river where people were in our campsite or trying to hack us. I, I'm like, I've I've had, like, beavers swim under my boat when I'm in a wood canoe. I've had bears situation. I've There have been some scary whitewater and bear situations. Why? But nothing really causes me the same anxiety as people. people. <laughs> <laughs> At least bears are predictable. I know yeah. what they want. Yeah, they yeah, they want you. Give me your face. <laughs> <laughs> they want my stuff. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Let them go, go through take, your stuff. There you go. Take my stuff. Take everything. But don't take me. Don't take my face. Please. Yeah, don't take my face. Leave it as is. <laughs> so anyway, so, yeah, it's... um. Uh, yeah, it, I agree. You know, like with dogs, you know, I'd sometimes I go up to dogs and when I'm working them and I just kind of whisper at them, I'm sorry for your human. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because uh, as you probably realize too, it's not the dog, it's who's at the end of the leash. Yeah. You know, I'm a people trainer, not a dog trainer. I got to get you to understand so that you can do the best with this dog. And so, yes, yeah, and some people have that aha moment. I get it. And some people just look at me like I'm from another planet. Like, what do you mean? Just train the dog. I said, you don't get it. They're a dog. You're a human. We got to combine the two worlds. I'm sure you've but, seen plenty of the people who it's like <laughs> they have the most anxious owner in the world. And they're like, my dog is just really anxious all the time. You're like, wow. I um. They mirror their owners. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Are do. you calm? Yep. And same with kids. Yeah. You know, yeah, more so dogs, so they do, you know, they pick up on our emotions really ASAP because of how we smell. Our, all our emotions have smells. Yeah. And so they we admit it before we actually either laugh, cry, whatever type thing. Then the dog gets to know by living with us what those smells smell like. That's how you can have the... Uh, the uh the diabetic dogs you know because your chemistry changes as mm-hmm. your insulin drops and so they most of them are taught to lean india like you better take a hit because you're dropping <laughs> you know and some dogs naturally pick up on seizures yeah look, they get yep. like registered because they just get to know their owner yep yep and so it's pretty it's you know it's dogs are, are just amazing just just stupid. I, I, yeah, it's a, there's somebody's eyes, ears, hands, uh, just everything. They're, they're, well, dog is God spelt backwards. So <laughs> they've never heard that. That's no. a good one. No, didn't you? No, oh, yeah. never. Weirdly. Yeah. Dog is God's back. Yep. Yeah. So that's, it's his best buddy. That's all the dogs are angels mm-hmm. and they're put in our path for a reason. And, uh, they help us through different, different dogs help us through different times. 
you know, it's really kind of interesting. Really kind of, okay, oh, we're getting a little that. bit too deep here. So <laughs> it's we're in the first fifteen minutes here. Yeah, there you go, there you go. So anyway, and then I'm sure you heard of that dog, um, the four dogs that attacked that guy and he died in Brooklyn, um, Brooklyn Park. I did hear about last that. week. Yeah. yeah, and and people, I got a couple calls. Well, what do you think about that? And I says, well, we don't know the circumstances, but one thing we everybody's got to remember is one dog is a dog, two dogs is a pack. A pack acts mm-hmm. a lot different mentally, and here there is four dogs than one dog. So if one dog got ticked for some reason, the other dogs would join in, okay? And so the thing is, is, is that it's not the breed. I, this is what I hate when it's, oh, and they were pit bulls. 99.9% of all pit bulls are super nice dogs. They really are. But there again, at the end, it's a who's at the end of the leash is what they bring out in that dog. So we don't know the circumstance. You know, if he hurt the dog and then everybody caned up on him, I guess it was a family member that was taking care of the dogs. So I don't know. I haven't heard anything more on that story. So anyway, but the whole thing is, is that you just, yeah, you got to pay attention and you got to be fair. And I don't know, hopefully we'll help find out more about what well, I know the dogs are in quarantine right now. But like I said, the main thing is, is that one day, like one per, a person will have a dog and will always stay around in the yard. And they don't have to worry about it roaming. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, then they go get another dog. Okay. Now we have a pack. Mm-hmm. Two dogs roam. Okay, any more than two, two and up is a pack, okay, of dogs. And so that's why, and then they sometimes they go into pack mentality. And it just depends on, like I said, they say, we don't know what, what could have provoked this or whatever. So, but that's why, like I say, all of a sudden now that one dog that hung around the house, you got that second dog, guess what? All of a sudden, where's dogs? <laughs> yeah. Okay, where a pack will run. A chat pack will check things out. And so that's why... Uh, you know, if you're, if you got multiple dogs, you have a pack and then that's a different mindset and you definitely have to be the leader if you have more than one dog because otherwise, because, uh, things can go goofy if you have the wrong personalities with the wrong personalities. Yeah. But anyway, um, I, I, you know, I was married, I'm going to be married 40 years this year. Congratulations. At, oh, at one, at, at, uh, on our 25th anniversary, I told my husband. I said, we're not, we don't do anything. We don't go on trips. We don't go on cruises. And that's usually what 25 years of, you know, you do something for your 25th anniversary. I said, let me help you get by real cheap. (laughs) (coughs) Whoops. Um, My daughter was going to get married and she went to couple jewelry stores looking at ring. And I went to this, it was Zales up in uh, Tanger Outlet. But anyway, and I fa- fell in love with this ring. And, and I'm not a glitzy glamour, but I just, for some reason, was enamored. I love the uh, marquee cut. Well, anyway, and so yeah. I, it was on sale. And so I come home and told Will, I says, you know what? I'm going to help you be have a 25th anniversary really cheap and you don't even have to move. There's a ring of sales I really want. <laughs> you let me <laughs> and get it. And it's on sale. <laughs> and I, but I have to know by Monday, can I get it? Well, long story short, yeah, we got it. Well, then, and like I said, I, I, I'm i not a glitzy glamour, but I just love this ring. Well, you know, I wear it all the time. I'm mm-hmm. shoveling manure. I'm wearing it. You know, I'm I'm hauling stuff. I'm wearing it. I don't You're bold. take it off. <laughs> well, anyway, and so I finally, you know, I had a gal come to my class. And she has diamonds on Maine. Uh, she used to be in downtown Stillwater. Now she's long 36. But diamonds on Maine, and that's Joanne and Robin. But anyway, so I brought it there, and she's like, you wear this ring. <laughs> she says, I can't believe it hasn't lost something yet. But anyway, so they put it back together for me. It took about, what, three weeks to put it back together again. And now I got it, and I'm just kind of looking at it like, wow. 
Because what they did is they really built up the channel or the things to hold the diamonds in place yeah. and such. A, but they did a phenomenal job. But it was it's really cool. But yeah, she said you really wear this ring. <laughs> I got to take a peek at yeah, it. Yeah, so it's it's not as clean as it was because I was doing weird stuff with it. But anyway, it was real shiny the other day when I picked it up. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, okay, let's see what we got here. Da 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 da. Duh. Let's see. What do we do? <laughs> okay, which animal carries eggs in his pouch until they're hatch? A kangaroo, a seahorse, a spider, or a frog? All right. Thanks. Hey, you got a question? Give a holler. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Okay, which animal? Which male animal carries eggs in his pouch until they hatch? Kangaroo, seahorse, spider, or frog? Uh, seahorse. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, you really, I, I, I was thinking seahorse, but you extra gave it away when you said the male carries them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there you go, there you go. Yeah, I know, I, when I was a kid, they had these stupid magazines that you could order, like, these seahorses. Well, like so, the, the seahorses or, like, sea monkeys? Well, yeah, you know, they, but, yeah. And so, yeah, sea monkeys, and so, of course, I had to do that. You know, send it your dollar. Those <laughs> so, are just brine shrimp. Those are fun. I know, well, yeah, it was kind of a little disappointing. Especially as an adult. <laughs> they're a lot less cute than you think they're going to yeah, be. Yeah, no kidding, no kidding. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, give a hell. We got open lines, so we get you right in. 651-641-1071. Okay, um, I had a couple emails this, uh, you know, after this uh, for the dog thing. But anyway, so a, a question of if we're out on a walk and you're charged by a dog, what do you do? Okay, and uh, every, that's a good one. Yeah, and so well, if you're by yourself, okay. Number one, ninety nine percent of the dogs do not, unless they're truly, truly aggressive, they will not go for your front of you. Okay, they go from they get to you from behind when you turn your back. Okay, but a dog, and when you do look directly at a dog and look him in the eyes, that's consultational. So what the thing is is to turn your side to the dog, and then in your most potent voice that you can come up with you're going to extend your arms not too far away from your hand but just kind of point behind the dog and go get get home get almost every dog knows the word get or get home and so you're going to go on the defense and try to and if the dog tries to turn like a circle you always keep your side to them as you sidestep towards them and tell them get get home okay and so just keep doing it and then pretty soon that dog, you should see the dog kind of back off in the member side pro file call me and say no i mean you harm and so then what's going to happen is that they'll kind of look at you and then one more yeah get get home then the dog should start taking you know going away don't turn your back on the dog okay side you sidestep yourself to where you want to go Okay, so that's why if you're by yourself and you uh, a dog rushes you, that's what you want to do is write a go on. Whereas you're just gonna you know you know like you appear bigger like a, with a bear or whatever type thing. But uh, like I said, side profile. Don't extend your arms totally out. Just kind of point towards it where your your elbow is kind of cocked a little bit and just go get get home get. Okay, in the gnarliest voice that you can that you can say. Mm -hmm. Okay, but step towards them, side step towards them. Okay, but that's the whole thing. But then, like I said, now you see the dog retreating. Don't turn and your back to the dog and start walking in the opposite direction. Side step yourself away so you can keep tabs on where the dog's at and where you need to go. Okay, so then what we'll do is we'll answer. Um, also, now, if you have a dog, now, obviously, everybody with little dogs, your automatic reaction is to pick the dog up and hold them. 
Okay, well, fine. But there again, you're going to do the same thing. Hold the dog in one hand, go towards the dog, side profile, get, get home, get home. Now, if you have a big dog... The best thing to do is choke up on the leash and try to get them to the where they uh, their eyes can't meet. You know, your yeah. dog and the other dog's mm-hmm. eyes can't. You're kind of the buffer between, okay? And you do the exact same thing. Get, get on, get. All right? And so uh, uh, because what they're trying to do is that dog that's rushing your dog is trying to see friend or foe, friend or foe, or maybe I just don't like your dog. <laughs> you know, not gonna, they're just going to dive right in for the fight. You know, there are some dogs yeah. that do that. And so that's why I just kind of tighten the, light, the leash up. Up so that the dog is like right by you, so you try to break that that gaze so that they don't lock, and then to go you do on your git as you sidestep towards. I mean, be puffed up and as loud as you possibly can, yeah. because like I say, most dogs will slam on the brakes. But like I said, some of them will start trying to circle around to get behind you, you know, to come up from behind. You mm-hmm. gotta keep spinning your body so your side profile is always with that dog, that you don't turn. You know, you're back on the dog because your initial is to, to run like heck. You know, folks, you're not going to outrun a bear. You're not going to outrun a dog. <laughs> you know, I don't care if you're on the track team and <laughs> broke all kind of records. You ain't going to win. <laughs> no. And see, as you run, too, you got to remember dogs are prey driven. If it moves, they're on it. And then they'll. They and they can, know how to take you down. Oh, exactly. Exactly. And so that's why it's really, really important that you, you, you know, sometimes almost practice it because you always remember what you practice. Just pretend there's a fake dog coming towards you and puff yourself up and, you know, Neighbors might think you lost it, but you're preparing yourself. You know, some people go and get like fog horns that they shoot at the dog. You know, I mean, but if you have a dog, that that poor thing is right underneath it. I mean, you're gonna blow his eardrums. You yeah. know, and so uh, so some people have had that those smaller fog horns that they that go into the. Don't use mace. Mace does not work on dogs because dogs have three eyelids, and so they just kind of swish it away, but now they're ticked. You irritated them even more, (laughs) so that's why you're better off not to use mace. But almost every dog, like I say, knows the word get or get home. So you kind of, and then, ah, get that growl in there like, hey, I'm not, you're not messing with me. And and like I say, most of the time you're going to win. There's no guarantees, but at least there's something to do other than stay in there and go, what should I do? (laughs) I got to watch Stanley for that uh, eye contact because he's not, he's not an aggressive dog, but if another dog is acting aggressive towards him, he's not avoidant. Right. Like if someone's being territorial, he'll make eye contact. So I'm like constantly trying to keep him from doing that because that's... That'll set, that'll set dogs off. Oh, it does. It does. Everything. Because the dogs talk to each other through body language. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people say, well, he bit me, but his tail was wagging. It's like, okay, if you have wiggle butt, you know, happy, happy, and the ears are back. Okay, that's happy, happy dog, right? Mm-hmm. But when the ears are up and the tail may be wagging, but it's not that happy, happy butt. It's more of a skip wag. Okay, you got problems. <laughs> you know, he's just reading you and say, what are you going to do about this? He's he's confident and he's ready. <laughs> he has, he's locked and loaded and ready to go. And so that's why, like I say, you know, don't don't think that if, if the dog's ears are up and forward, Okay, and like I said, their body seems stiff. It's not a good scenario. You know, de-escalate it by side profile. Glance at the dog, glance to the floor, glance to the dog, and use the get, get on, get. All right, and so hopefully, you know, he'll they'll back off. And, and you know, uh, I had a goat named Frederick. <laughs> and I would take Frederick for a walk. He's a big Nubian goat. I would take him for a walk. And people would be like, "What? Are you, what's this? Well, because he needs exercise." But I had a couple dogs rush us, you know, because they, oh, they yeah. didn't smell. And it, but that worked. It worked really good. So, huh? how do you watch a river on your computer? How do you watch a river on your computer? Hey, you got a question for four, six five one four two nine or oh, six five one six 
641-1071. We'll be right back. When people think about personal trainers, they sometimes picture this guy. You know something, Jessica? When I'm done with you, you're going to have the largest arms this side of the continent. I don't want that. But when you join the YMCA, you'll get a free fitness assessment from a real certified personal trainer. So you can set realistic goals, learn what to do, and what not to do. I am your doctor, yeah. And the only thing I prescribe is pain. That's what not to do. And he's not a doctor. Learn more at ymcanorth.org. Okay. How do you watch a river on your computer? Uh, it's surf the web? Nope. You live stream it. You live stream it. Because all the water, boy, the cricks that I went by today, like, you know, Hugo's like three quarters of water. We got all these cricks and streams that go through it. Man, they're way over the I banks. know. It's crazy. And I'm then, right by the river, too. Yeah, and yeah. I was showing, they were, I was, this morning they were showing how still waters rise, you know, it's heavy and crest and how, how high it is already. It's mm-hmm. like, oh my Lord. Now, and we get more precipitation. That's all we need, right? Uh, well, hey, speaking of live stream, this week it's the uh, International Wolf Center up in Ely, Minnesota. Oh, yeah. A little more local, yeah. Oh, wow. How come? Uh, what do you mean? How come it's our weekly like live stream? It just it's the wolves. I wanted to show the International Wolf Center. Oh, wolves. I see what you're. <laughs> Why? Knock knock. Yeah, well, just for a common up. interest. Yeah, wake, wake up. Smell the smell the poop. <laughs> oh well. Okay, let's head to the, the phone lines. Yeah, here we have Kathy who uh, fosters puppies and just wants to make sure that her homemade dog treats are on the up and up. Okay. Hey, Kathy, how you doing? Good, good. Thanks for taking my call. Well, thanks for calling. Yeah, this is really fun. Cool. Um, so what do you yes, do? I, um, I foster puppies from our local Humane Society. Well, thank you for doing that. Oh, you're very welcome. It's, it's a joy. Um, and I make my own dog treats. Um, well, or, originally, uh, you know, for the expense of it. Yeah. That would be kind of expensive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I wanted to... Tell you the ingredients to see, to make sure everything is healthy for them. Okay, go fire. Okay, so it calls for peanut butter, mm-hmm. molasses, okay. cinnamon, okay. flour, oatmeal, yeah. okay. vegetable oil, okay. eggs, and milk. Okay. Um, and you, okay, I would mix some molasses. There's no need to have that kind of sugar in a dog treat. Okay, because oh, okay. dogs, dogs, about, dogs have seventeen hundred uh, taste buds. We have uh, nine thousand taste buds. All right, and so dogs don't do things by taste; they do things by smell. So the more oh. the, the more intriguing the smell is, the more they're gonna dig it. You know, if something smells really rotten. That's why a lot of dogs love stuff like salmon treats because it stinks really bad. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, and so they go more on smellability, not padability. And so that's why it's funny that you bring this up because the, basically you could take almost any um, uh, cookie recipe and just nix the sugar and then just use, uh, um, because now where do you, well, now after you make these, where do you put these? You put them in the refrigerator well, or do you put them in a, um, a cookie jar? No, I, um, yeah, you just bake them up, you know, cut them into little chunks. Okay. And um, then I just keep them in a baggie on the counter. Oh, okay. Okay. What's the longevity of it? How long do they usually last? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't worry about the longevity because okay. they go pretty 
pretty fast. <laughs> okay, okay. But yeah, because basically, we don't need sugar, so neither do our dogs, okay? And so now, you remember, you're thinking like a human, what it's going to taste like, these ingredients. The dog is okay. thinking, how does it smell? And so that's why okay. a lot of times when you use, where they say milk, you know, in a, a, a thing, use uh, uh-huh. bone broth instead. You know, give it a better, oh. and so because uh, milk, humans are the only ones that eat dairy of any kind, whether it's cheese, butter, you know, milk, um, after we're weaned. And look at how much dairy products play heck on a lot of humans' bodies, okay? And so oh. the thing is, is that like dogs, cats, well, if you give it to it, yeah, they're going to eat it, but it's not good. They can get really upset tummies and such like that, uh, you know, from from the milk, from the dairy products. And so okay. unfortunately what happens is we put a lot ingredients so humans will relate. You're putting it together in your head of what the taste sensation is. The dog don't care about the taste. He just cares about the smell of it. All right. So that's okay. why by using like beef, beef bone broth, that makes everything really happy or, or real healthy. Or even like if, if you look at, you know, bone broth is obviously more expensive, you know, um, than just plain um, chicken stock or beef stock. Um, okay. But you I also make bone broth. So. Oh, oh, good. <laughs> oh, I'm proud of you. Okay. So that so that's uh, would be a better alternative instead of milk is to do something okay. like that. But now if you take the molasses out of it, that, well, I don't know what the consistency of the cookie, what you can change for the consistency of it. You know, okay. what, does that make it more, you know, um, uh, what do you want to call it? Stick together with the molasses yeah. in there? or, do, or the, mm, Well, with the peanut butter, it does that. I thought, okay. you know, you can use either molasses or honey. Uh-huh. And I always thought it's because a lot of times these puppies come underweight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, they're pretty skinny. So okay. I thought then that, what you like wanted that molasses and honey and milk was for the fat content. No, what you need is fat. True fat okay. is what you need. You know, like you get some, uh, what do they call it, suet. And, you know, melt it down, add that to your, your stuff. But now that's going to get rancid, so that's going to go in the refrigerator. Okay. Okay. And so, but, but if you want to get something fat that's underweight, then you got to add fat. But you got to pay attention to that because the system isn't used to it, and so then right. they can get the run. So you got to use little. Oh. Yeah. So I don't want that. Yeah, we don't want that. So that's why I, what I mean. What you got to be anytime you want to gain weight, and that's why like some dogs that are really, really, really thin, you want to find a puppy food. Uh, like Nutrisource has their small, medium puppy. Uh, feed and that has a high fat and high protein which is really good for putting weight on dogs yeah okay, okay. and so okay. that's what well, we do use nutrisource oh thank so. you yeah yeah because if you want to yeah do this do the even if it's a big dog you know a big puppy you you got to gain weight use their small medium puppy uh formula because like i said okay. it's really really good in fat because fat sugar doesn't put fat on a dog okay fat puts fat on a dog well, in a hurry okay. sugar over time will just like what sugar does to us over time all of a right. sudden this whoops <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> so that's what. I, because you can also, you know, you can use sweet potato. You can use uh, any kind of form of squash. You know, in cookies, such like that. Okay, you know, for oh. it, and uh, because that's then that's healthy for them. Any kind of, you know, the spaghetti squash, um, uh, acorn squash, you pumpkins, and then your um, what's I'm trying to think of the other one. Da, 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 any kind of squash. Oh, spaghetti squash. Because spaghetti squash, I've tried that myself. It's kind of like yeah, but it's good for us. Okay, sweet potatoes. That's what I was going to say, because yeah, that's what. And so that's what I would lean towards. But nix the sugars of any kind, because that's not that. Because the squash is good for their gut system. It you know extra fiber and such like that. But like I said, the the sugar doesn't need to be in there because they they don't have a need for sugar, and that doesn't really make it smell tantalizing to want to eat it. Okay. Wow. 
Okay. Well, that's very interesting. I have used pumpkin. I have mixed pumpkin in with food before. Yep, yep, yep. Pumpkin, you know, yep. Pumpkin, um, sweet potatoes, yep. Anything like that. So that that's really good. Oh, well, okay. great. Thanks so much. Okay, well, good luck, and thanks for all you do. Oh, thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, the, yeah, dogs um, don't have any need, and so if you if you just for some reason have to just if they if it calls for a cup of let's say sugar or a cup of a molasses, then put like an eighth of a cup. You know, just use a small amount in there. Okay, okay. Who's up to bat? Uh, next up, we have wasn't it P- uh, Susan? Yeah, whose dog has been peeing in their kennel. Oh, peeing in the kennel. Hey, Susan, how you doing? Hi, good afternoon. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, thank you for calling. Um, yeah, we have a, about an eight-year-old rescue. We got him when he was about four. He was already kennel trained when we got him. He's okay. about, and I don't know how much information you want about his breed and so on, okay, but no. um, uh-huh. he he is, since January or February, he's spending more hours a week in the kennel, never more than eight hours in a day, though, uh, but a little more hours a week in the kennel just due to job changes and so on. Okay. And he... He was never incontinent, never peed in his kennel before, but he has started to have some peeing in the kennel. And we don't know if it's because he's excited when we get home that he's having some incontinence from excitement or if this is behavioral. The vet has checked his urine. There's no infections. There's no concerns about blood sugar. Um, So the vet was thinking he was maybe having some anxiety and so on um, and said, you know, we could try an anti-anxiety medication. But we're not really sure we want to do that. We're also not really sure that we that it's happening because he's excited, or if it's happening at you know other times before we get home. Right? Um, is he? Uh, what kind of dog is it? He's eight years old. But what 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 breed? We're pretty confident that he's a Papillon Chihuahua. Mix. Oh, okay. So how many pounds in? He's about seven pounds. Seven pounds. Okay. And how big is the kennel that you have him in? He's in a pretty big sized kennel, actually. Um, so I'm, I would guess probably a kennel that would for sure accommodate a medium-sized dog. Okay. Um, what you it might... used to be in a much smaller travel kennel, but we update, upgraded to this bigger in other size kennel. So he had a little more space to move around. So in how long then when you upgraded, did he, did he start potting in the new kennel? He never did, no, because okay. he's so, been in this kennel probably at least since the summer. Oh, okay. Okay, so then... Um, now, what what kind of is it? All wire kennel or is it a plastic kennel? It's a wire kennel that has the plastic um, like tray in the bottom that can come out. Right, and then now, do you cover it at all, or do you just leave it open? We had blankets in it, but we quit using the blankets because we were having to run them every day, and so then we got those paper like uh, potty liner, okay, tray liner type yep. things, because yep. just for the ease of cleaning right. and but- it's. Yeah, so okay. it's still happening. Okay, but now, is the kennel itself, is it covered? No. you, you got to cover the kennel. Okay, you've got to cover the kennel. Dogs are denning animals, okay? And so that means they want their back covered. And when you have an all-wire kennel, it's like the whole universe can get to them, and that causes anxiety, some dogs. And your dog okay. is getting older. So he could start losing belief. Maybe he doesn't hear as good anymore. He doesn't see as good anymore. You know, he might be just feeling a little bit more off. And so he's going to have higher anxieties by taking the kennel and either like putting it into a corner. So the one side is, 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 um, you know, covered and then the back is covered and then use a board to put on top because a lot of those wire kennels are tinny. When they move, it makes noise. All right. Now, the thing is by putting those pee pads in there, they have a scent on it. It tells a dog, go potty here. 
Okay. And so you're telling the dog, go potty here. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So the best thing you could do is just just take like a small uh, rug, something that's easy to wash, and just fold it in half so half the kennel has that rug on it. You know, I mean, the rug, whatever you're going to use. And the other half of the kennel is just the plastic. All right. And so this, see what he does with it. Does he like move it? And, you know, so that's the whole thing. You're going to, it's going to be kind of, um, you're going to gather information here. Now, when you leave, do you uh, leave a radio and or a TV on? No. Okay, start doing that. T- try to take house noises. Because something might have happened. There could have been a noise that scared him. Something could have caused these anxieties, all right? And so that's why, and you knew some people, what you do is you um, can put on um, like a, a video cam or a trail cam so you can see, watch the dog to see what he's doing. And, you know, you set okay. it so you can see if he's, like, during the day actually peeing, you know, squatting to pee or, well, you know, you you know the stance. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or, like, when he hears your car come, he starts jumping and getting all excited, and then he might leak then. All right? So you can want to gather some information here. I don't like using human, human drugs for dogs because sometimes they, they, they try to fight that feeling, and it creates more problems is what it does. Mm -hmm. If you want to, uh, uh, it's called um, Stress-Free Complex from Springtime Inc. works for some dogs, CBD oil. But um, uh, but why don't you hold on? We got to run to a break and then let's come back and and visit this again, okay? So hold on, don't don't hang up. Okay. How do you know when you're getting closer to a river? How do you know when you're getting closer to a river? Hey, and we're back. Thanks for tuning in every Sunday. Appreciate it. I'm your nooner every Sunday from noon to two. And remember, all the shows here in my talk are uh, podcasts. So you can go to any of our, uh, uh, go to mytalk1071.com and then click on uh, who I want you to listen to. And hopefully, maybe you'll click into mine. I just found out that the podcast goes back to 2018. And I'm like, whoa, there's uh, yeah, there's a lot of content. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no kidding. Um RJ, he's listen, he called in a believe a while back. But anyway, and so, yeah, so he uh, d- informed me he is going through all my podcasts. And I'm like, whoa. It's, uh, <laughs> That's it's, a lot of content. I know it. I'm just like, holy moly. I'm considering, and he's got a cat. He used to have a dog, but now he's got a cat. So it's Think just, about how many hours of you talking is on the internet. <laughs> oh, Lordy. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I would get real tired of hearing me so much. <laughs> Hopefully he just does a couple minutes here and a couple minutes there. But anyway, how do you know when you're getting close to a river? Uh, you start to have to pee. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how I know. <laughs> uh, no, you can hear it creak. You can hear it creak. I like that. I like the, the river theme. Yes. Well, I figured with all the rivers overflowing their banks, we're going to do rivers here. Do, do that. So oh, that's I love fun. rivers. Oh, yeah. They're pretty good, but they're pretty fast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right now, they're, um, my inherited daughter, uh, she works for the DNR up in Duluth, and she was managing Split Rock. Mm. And then now she just got out like Telegooch. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Yeah. And, and okay. So now she's working there. And that, those then, are good gigs. Good for her. Yeah. But she took, I was to Gooseberry Falls once when it was a trickle. <laughs> I'm like, this does not constitute a falls. Gooseberry Falls. Yeah. There was just nothing there. Did she post a picture of what it looks like right now? Yes. <laughs> oh, I'll have to look oh, at that. Oh my Lord. It is just nuts and so it's just like and then she did another river too that we're feeding into but and so it's just like 
It's, it's odd. Like, wow, that's a lot of river. That's a, that's a lot of water. That's <laughs> Don't underestimate power. river systems. A lot of power there, I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go back to uh, Jenny. Hi, Jenny, are you there? Oh, Susan? Oh, yes. wait a minute. Nope. Yep, this is Susan. Yep, Susan. I'm here. Hi, Susan. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to cut, you know, put the kennel or you want to cover the kennel. Don't put it, don't put. Uh, a cloth around it because a lot of times they'll pull it in and maybe shred it. We don't do want to do no, that. So so that's why if you can have the means of pushing it into a, cor- a corner, otherwise put like cardboard along the side and the top. But the, so that but it feels more like enclosed, more like a cave. All right. And so because um, a lot of people they push it into the corner, so the the one side, the back side is covered, and then the top is covered. You know, so uh, and so the only two, the one full side is open and the front is open. Okay, and then we're going to leave a radio and or a radio on. Okay, and if you can use a trail cam or do something so that you can set it up just right so you can play it back and see what what's happening during the day. All right. Is he actually squatting to potty? Get rid of those potty pads that's in there. And like I say, take an old rug that's easy to wash, okay, or a towel, something that's easy to wash, and just fold it up and put it, like, in the back of the kennel that he can lay, you know, curl up on and stuff. But then the front of the kennel, like, let's see what he might just take and, you know, move it all around in there. We don't know what he's going to do. Let's just, you know, this is going to be an imp- finding information and figuring this out, all right? Okay. Okay, and so that's why, like I said, this uh, uh, springtime ink, inc.com they have a, what's called a stress-free complex and a lot of dogs do well on that and that is so natural that it's something you can give every day to them okay that okay. doesn't hurt anything so give that a shot and then uh, see how it goes and then give me a holler and we'll because like i said i could there's a whole bunch of ideas that come to mind here but this is the quick and easiest so try this first okay all right sounds great thank okay, you so good much, luck Katie. take care bye-bye Thanks. yep bye-bye Oh, Susan, if you're listening, (laughs) Uh, put the dog in the kennel periodically when you are home. Okay, so the dog doesn't see when he goes in the kennel, you're always leaving him. So hopefully you're listening. So put the dog. And that's what everybody should do with their dogs if you're using kennels. Periodically through the day, always put him in a little for five minutes here, a half minute, a half hour, though, even though you're home. Because the dog has to learn that the only time, he doesn't only go into the kennel when you leave, whether you go to sleep mm-hmm. or go to, you know, leave the house. That he's more comfortable. And you always leave the door open so that he, if he chooses to go in there, he can. Because, like I said, this could be because he had the health check done, you know, that, okay, everything's okay. That's the first thing you do. That yeah. was, I was just, but she already said it. You did it. Great. So now it's called, okay, mentally here, what's going on? And so, uh, that's what we got to do is going to, you know, it's fact finding to mm-hmm. see what's, what, what, what is going on in the dog's head. But he could be getting anxiety. He's, cause he's in the kennel longer now that she said when they go back to work. Yeah. Instead of like a couple hours here. And so that's why having him go into the kennel when they are home for a half hour here, an hour there, two hours there, whatever. So he just, you know, it doesn't always associate it with you leaving. Okay. Okay. Who's up? Uh, next up, we have well Jenny. Oh, Jerry, <laughs> who is, yeah. Who uh, has an older dog, but is considering getting a puppy as well. Okay. Hi, Jenny. How you doing? Hi. Hi, Katie. How are you? Good. How about yourself? Can you hear me? I sure can. Fire away. Great. All right. So I have two different questions. Sure. The first one is 
I have a 12-year-old yellow lab whose favorite food is watermelon, and I'm wondering, is that an okay snack? Well, you know, anything in moderation, okay? Don't let him, okay. like, eat four watermelons in a day. <laughs> right, right. But, yeah, now, did he eat the rinds, or is it just the beef, the meat no. part? Okay. Just the red part. And I come home with the watermelon, and he starts doing circles. Like, he knows even just me holding the watermelon. Can't wait. Like, she loves it. Okay, yeah, and then he's going to pee a lot. You know, watermelon makes us pee a lot, okay, because there's a lot of water in the watermelon. All sure, right. So, yeah, sure. so just kind of pay attention to his doo-doos. But, yeah, just be, you know, you be, you know, uh, uh, anything and too much can do something. So, like I say, moderation is the okay. bet here, okay? Okay, what's up? And then he he lays under the fruit bowl for bananas. Okay. Uh, talk to me about bananas for dogs. Okay, there. Okay? Well, how many pounds is he? Uh, eighty-eight. Okay, um, bananas. What you got to be careful is that you don't want to give them too much potassium. All right, because that's what okay. bananas are loaded with potassium. So for a dog that okay. size, I'd say you know maybe a half a banana. If you, I wouldn't do it every day. You know, and I would, you right. know, stay, I would just do it maybe a couple times a week. He gets a banana, chop it up in real small pieces, because you'll just take that yeah. half a banana and scarf it. You know, have let him have a little bit okay. more fun with it. You know, doing a trick for it or something like that. But there again, anything, sure. in, everything in moderation is what it is. Because dogs, yeah, there's a lot of okay. dogs that are fruit happy, but like I said, the fruits do have sugar. All right, and then like I say, with bananas, they have that potassium, so you don't want to OD that. Okay. Okay, and then here's my last question. So he's twelve. And he does not like another dog in the house, yet I want a puppy soon before he goes. I don't want to go home to an empty house with no dog. Okay. So I need some suggestions on how to kind of integrate a puppy and make him not hate the dog or want to bite the dog. He does not like other dogs in his house. So tell me how to introduce a puppy and how that, what's the best way to do that? Okay, does he have any play buddies? Yeah, oh, sure. He has play buddies. But they, he doesn't like it when they come in his house. And then what does he do when, you, when another dog comes into his house? Uh, he follows them around, and he has one fit one. And he, oh, okay, okay. Okay, why don't you hold so, that thought, and so when we come back from break, we will address that, okay? Okay. So hold on, okay. Why is it easy to work with rivers? Why is it easy to work with rivers? We'll be back.